Welcome to another episode of Arizona Real Estate Showcase. I'm your host, Jason Grandin, with the Grandin Group, right here in beautiful Cave Creek, Arizona, sitting in my nice office looking for a new desk. And I got to tell you, the uh, you know we're going on to the sixth week, I think, of this quarantine, and um, the real estate market is hot. It is great, and I know um, I, I get calls every day, people... I'm going to wait to list my house because the, um, the market, it's a great time to list your house. Uh, any good realtor is going to uh, go ahead and get things marketed and get it out there. And I got to tell you, I've got a couple clients right now. We're in bidding wars on houses. And that is absolutely 100% true that uh, we go in, we put an offer, and it, we're getting beat out or there's you know three or four offers going right here in Cave Creek and in Scottsdale. So it's crazy. But uh, so, you know, regardless of what you see, I know a lot of you kind of depend on what the media says, which is fine. I mean, they should be giving you good information. But the fact of the matter is, is that they uh, use a ton of scare tactics to try to get you to do things that they want you to do. So um, today's episode, by the way, is called Rise of the Discount Broker. Oh, and trust me, we are going to get into this. It's going to be fun. But back to the, uh, the whole thing about the market and stuff. Um, and again, this is my opinion from the Grandin Group. Our team is busy. I mean, we're doing a ton of rentals, a ton of sales, and we are listing homes. So if you guys are thinking about selling your home, it's a good time. First of all, it's free to have uh, the, um, us come over and give you an analysis of what we think the house would sell for. Uh, the other thing, the mortgage brokers are doing great. There's some really, the bad ones are getting weeded out. There are some great ones out there. We've had a couple of them on our show and um, and I know they're staying busy and stuff. And so and the the uh, housing market the numbers, you know, while they haven't dropped like some people have. I've actually had calls of people saying, "Okay, this house is a million dollars. I think by the summertime it's going to drop to like 750." It's not going to happen. Arizona, regardless of what's going on with this virus, is one of the hottest markets in the entire world. Uh, we got hundreds and hundreds of people moving here on a daily basis. What does that tell you about the housing market? Now, with that said, you still want to be careful and you want to still use a professional full-time realtor to make sure that uh, you're getting the best deal and somebody that's actually working for you. And again, the Grandin Group, obviously, since I'm part of it, um, you know, we, we want to make sure we get you taken care of. Uh, the rental market... Uh, last night alone, over 30 different people looking for rentals. And I'm telling you, if you can purchase a house, uh, do it. Now, we'll have a mortgage guy on at a later date again. And, and if you guys need some referrals, we'll be more than happy to send them out. One thing that we are hearing and why the rental market is still hot is that um, because of this, it's getting harder to get some of the programs that were out there for some of the buyers. So jumbo loans are, uh, seem to be a little tough. Uh, I haven't encountered it. Again, I don't want to get too much into the mortgage because we have guys that can get this stuff done, and we'll recommend three or four mortgage people, We and we suggest you call them. And there are still some programs out there which, from what I've heard, have tightened up as well as far as getting down payment assistance and all that if you need it. But either way, there's different ways to skin that cat, and that's not a uh, Wuhan virus joke. So... Back to Arizona, man, I'll tell you, six weeks of quarantine, you can drive down the middle of Scottsdale Road in the middle of the day and not worry about getting run over. 
there's some parts of this is pretty nice. I mean, I think people are reconnecting with their families. I know, uh, you know, we haven't been running as much, so we've been doing a lot of trails and hanging out as a family together, which is great, and I think people need to reset that and realize it shouldn't all be about work. So the scare tactics are, are what the media and the big media specifically are doing. Um, you know, you see a lot of people out there suffering. My big beef lately has been with uh, Arizona Public Service, APS. Everybody's suffering. I'm wondering why APS did not lower their rates to off-peak hours. There's thousands and thousands, if not millions of people at home having to use more electric, gas, all that fun stuff. And I've noticed APS is the one company that asked for a, a raise, but they didn't go to off-peak hours. So I've been blasting that out, and there's quite a few people on the petition to get them to lower their rates. And they come back, APS, and they say, well, you know, if you can't pay your bill, then we'll, uh, we'll help out. But the fact of the matter is, is that they should be contributing just as much as everyone else to this um, whole thing. And it doesn't matter what side you believe on. Um, some people think this virus is, while everyone thinks it's relative, relevant, a lot of people now are starting to realize that uh, the media has been lying to us the whole way, and these models they've come out with these massive deaths is incorrect. And that's why we get into this real estate thing, just to kind of give you a clear sense of what's really going on. And so again, the real estate market in Arizona is incredibly hot. Uh, recently, we've moved uh, up into Prescott, Flagstaff, Sedona, and the market's incredible there. People want to live in a state where 10 months out of the year, it's awesome. Maybe nine. So anyway, so don't let everything you hear, you have to really kind of almost um, research the information you're looking for. And you need to have good agents on your side that are giving you opinions, not just looking for the fast dollar and stuff. So the person driving, the, the, our biggest, our biggest support comes from the Cromford Report. The Cromford Report tracks everything that goes on in the sales. And they do a very good job. They're very accurate um, on the trends. But it also comes down to the agents and who's out there really working it. Because the fact is, real estate is still a sales job. It's also one of the biggest life decisions 99% of the people are going to make. When they go out to buy a house, this is a life decision. When they sell a house, it's a life decision. So to bring us on to the um, topic today, rise of the discount broker. reason I'm calling it rise of the discount broker, when you get into a hot market, you get all these clowns that jump out. They uh, leave their uh, fry station and McDonald's or Burger King, and they decide to go get a real estate license, which, by the way, Arizona is incredibly easy to get a real estate license. If you have a pulse and you can read and at least a second-grade education, you can get a real estate license. Personally, I think it's absolutely pathetic that it's that easy, uh, especially when you're dealing with contracts, people's livelihoods, and things that are really important. Fact is, you pay your few hundred dollars, you take uh, 90 hours of classes, and then um, if you can pass a test, you're going to get your license, and now you're out selling houses. So when you get a market like this, like we have in Arizona, it's been going on for a while, and it's going to continue, I believe. You get people that, uh, oh, you know, I'm going to make some extra money. I'm just going to go get my real estate license and um, go sell some homes. I wish it was that easy, but unfortunately it's not. And it's those clowns that ruin it. Part-time agents, you know, uh, an another thing. While there are some good part-time agents and there's exceptions to all the rules, 
while there are part, uh, some good part-time agents, the fact of the matter is, is that if we're selling your home, whether it's $100,000 or $5 million, you deserve to have 100% focus from your agent, making sure that everything is taken care of. There is absolutely so much that goes into selling a house. It's, it's unbelievable. So our uh, topic today, rise of the discount brokers. This week, specifically for me, I, and this is why I came up with this topic this week, I've got a great, great client. i got a couple great clients that are looking to buy a house. They want to be here in Cave Creek or Scottsdale. And we've uh, put offers in. Both offers have been through a discount broker. And uh, besides the fact that uh, these girls, they just happen to be female, so but it goes the same with some of the guys. But these girls that we're dealing with do not answer the phone. They only text. They do not do anything contractually correct. And they have a listing. So one of the listings we put an offer in on was four seventy-five. First of all, a house in the neighborhood has not even sold close to that. The highest in the neighborhood I think was four thirty, maybe four thirty-five. Um, could not get these girls on the phone. They uh, charge their client nine ninety-five or a thousand bucks, whatever they charge to list their house. Now, while that sounds good math-wise, you're like, oh, well, wait a second, they're paying a two and a half or three percent co-broke. And they're paying their, uh, they pay these people a thousand bucks to put it on the market. That's exactly what they get. They get, and they're not getting four seventy five for a house in this market. Houses are going one in two days. This house is sitting on the market close to thirty days, and it's a beautiful place, and it should have sold. But yet they uh, gave their client wrong information, put it on the market, and um, here's the kind of service they get. So while a lot of people think, oh, okay, I'm going to pay a realtor a thousand bucks to put it on the market, then I'll just wait. You have absolutely no idea. First of all, realtors employ hundreds and hundreds of people per transaction. Second of all, um, you have absolutely no idea what goes into it. There is so much more when you put a house on the market than just filling out some paperwork, putting it on the market, and letting it sell. Oh, it's funny, not to digress, but on uh, the listing as well, it says, deal directly with the owner and just send me a copy of the contract when it's accepted. What kind of service is that when you're dealing with a half-million-dollar house? So the owner gets these disgusting pictures, iPhone-type pictures, instead of having it professionally marketed, and they're wondering why, well, my neighbor sold for 500000 and why is my house only listed for four? Well, because your realtor blows. That's exactly it. And you get what you pay for. So... While you think, oh, I'm going to hire a discount broker to sell my house. Now, hey, let me clear this up too. There's a difference between a discount broker and an agent giving you a discount on the commissions, okay? And so th- this is two different stories. So we're not talking about, yeah, you got a friend who's a realtor. He's a full-time realtor, as he should be, but he decided uh, you know, to cut the commission a percent or two. I'm not discussing that. I'm talking about these brokerages that are actually out there advertising, list your house for $9.95 and get it sold like that. So while you think, oh, I'm going to save on a, on a $300,000 deal, if I list it for $1,000, i am going to save essentially 80%. Not the case. So most traditional agents go beyond just the basic marketing services in order to maximize the exposure on your listing, okay? So for example, there's things like professional photography, home inspections, property descriptions. Many of the big brokerages, like ours, Platinum Living Realty, 
we've got people in the office that we can go to and they will help write a description. So I might come in with a listing, your listing, and say, beautiful three-bedroom, two-bath house with a pool, two-car garage, great neighborhood. They're going to come in and say, okay, Jason, let's change this. Now, first of all, just for the record, I wouldn't do it that easy. My descriptions are fantastic and so are our teams. But they might come in and say, fantastic location near Sonoran Trails Middle School. Freeways and fabulous restaurants, all for under $300,000. This charming three-bedroom, two-bath home features vaulted ceilings, tile flooring, neutral interior palette. Just different words, keywords that kind of intrigue things. Because the fact is, is that when you put the house on the market, it goes out everywhere. You've got all these different things like Zillow and all that stuff. They pick it up. Your agent should be doing his video tours and all that and the professional photography. And those write-ups kind of capture the person you're looking at. And, and, it, and it, I'll tell you what, it goes a long way between getting 300000 for your house and three ten. It's a huge difference. Uh, professional photography, you know what? Everybody is a professional photographer these days because they have an iPhone. Good for you. The fact of the matter is there's companies out here that come in, they edit up the pictures, and they make them look really great, better than... Well, uh, first of all, a full-time agent is not going to have time to sit there and take pictures with their iPhone and fix it up. So we hire these companies that are out here. They come out. They put the stakes out there for the sign. They put a, um, a box out front so you can put flyers, uh, which let's get to another point. If you have a house that's listed and you have a sign out front and there are not full-color, cardstock, beautiful flyers out there in front, Agents not doing their job. People drive by. People hate realtors. People hate interacting with other people. They want to be able to swing by, drive by a house, look at the sign. Oh, and there's flyers there. And pick up a flyer and take it home. This needs to be done. And it's funny. We were just in a community up in Prescott this past week. And uh, it's a newer community and a lot of land. And probably 20 different signs and not one person, not one realtor up there had uh, these flyers describing the property. All they had was their phone number on the sign, so that means you have to call them. You have no information about the property. Maybe it's too small. Uh, Maybe it was less than an acre and you really want an acre. These are things people want to know so they don't waste their time and yours as well. So anyway, so things like professional photography, great property descriptions, they help set your listing apart from the clown that did it for a discount, threw it on the market, and said, "They got a three-bedroom, two-bath house in Tatum Highlands. Um, you know, it's got a pool. It's been remodeled. It sets it apart. You have to promote like that." Next thing, we talked about expertise. Okay. Now again. There's always exceptions to the rules. So I don't want to get calls from you discount part-time realtors and say, well, I do this and that. I'm glad, I'm glad you do. You're fantastic. You're one of the ones that uh, are great. Discount brokers tend to attract newer agents who may not have as much experience in the traditional agencies. So, for example, Joe Blow just gets out of school. They just finished their licensing and... Um, now, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to make money. I can, if I sell a $200,000 house, I can make three grand or six grand. And so they tend to go to a cheap brokerage. Someplace that's just feeding them leads. Maybe they're getting them on the internet. And so that's great. So they're, but they're not getting any of the real life experience. A good or great real estate agent or broker will have strong negotiation skills, 
which it's hard to negotiate when somebody doesn't return your call, just so you know. Um, we turned in these offers this week, and I could not get these girls on the phone. I needed uh, some information. I sent them why we justified this price. Not once did they answer the phone. They text once, twice maybe, and then when I asked for something, they said, you can look it up online or whatever. This is 100% disservice to the client that's selling the house. Even if he sells it, this experience is not going to be a good one, and if it'll be one that's in his mind. So when it does come up next time to, for him to sell another house, he's uh, not going to have the same experience. It'll probably be worse. So you got to have some good negotiation skills. And by that, it doesn't mean you're going to go in and say, okay, John, your house is 500000 I want to give you 400000 Here's why. You need to have realtors that can kind of build uh, a relationship with one another and say, listen, I've got a client, you've got a seller, here's where we're at, and be able to talk about stuff to get each client their goal, whether it's a buyer or a seller. That's incredibly important. Um, the new agents don't have that. And in, in Arizona, they're not required to follow other experienced agents, so they just jump out there in the field and Go at it. That's why it's important if you're going to be in this business to be a full-time realtor. And quite honestly, if you're making it as a full-time realtor, great. I mean, then obviously you're honing in on your experience. Um, you got to be an expert with contracts, have a solid reputation in the marketplace, and have access to great resources. What is a great resource? Well, okay, like I said a little bit ago, realtors hire a ton of people. We specifically keep people in, in, uh, in jobs. Okay, get a contract on your house. We have to open escrow. So we need a good escrow company, all right? Now, there's some great escrow companies out here, but now you have to go a little deeper, and you have to find a great escrow officer. So there's some companies out here that hire, you know, the part-time mom or whatever, a part-time dad to go in and do escrows. A good real estate agent is going to have a great, uh, great escrow officer who answers her phone Monday through Sunday, anytime they can call and get answers, and the escrow officer is going to make sure that all the I's and T's are dotted and crossed to make sure this is a seamless transaction. Title company is a huge, huge part of a seamless transaction. Any way you cut it, um, even though the realtor is the one that gets shot when things go south, the title company is a huge part of it. You need to have a full-time, professional more, uh, title company that is available to the realtor at basically all times. Okay, That's one of the great resources. Another one, mortgage. Okay, You're get, probably getting a loan on the house. If you're paying cash, great. But uh, if you're getting a loan, you need to have a full-time mortgage guy. I cannot emphasize this enough. In, the, uh, in these kind of markets, again, the rise of the discount brokers, you'll get these uh, brokers that come up and they sit there and they like, well, I can do it for this rate and this rate. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is that you have a full-time mortgage uh, broker that is able to uh, get your loan done. In fact, a good mortgage broker is going to have you pre-qualified and he's going to let you know, don't buy anything prior to this, don't sell anything. And um, he'll get all that taken care of. That, again, that's another great resource. And many of you have friends and family that are in the mortgage stuff. And then um, we'll, uh, you know, and you'll probably want to think about using them. That's great as long as they're full-time and they've been doing it for a while. Again, I, I can't emphasize enough, if you're going to use a new mortgage person, 
make sure that person is working underneath an experienced mortgage guy. And again, we can give you some really good um, we can give you some really good advice on those. Another good resource: if you're selling your house, you need pictures, you need videos. My attitude and our, our team attitude, the Grand Group's team attitude, is that everything has to be in color, full color, professional, solid. We don't do paper flyers. There's so many people that put paper flyers out on their house, and then water gets on it, and they run and all that. You know what? You're selling somebody's multi-million dollar house, or hundred thousand dollar house, or even a trailer for that matter. You know, it, it, you got to show respect to your client and make sure this thing is done professionally. So again, expertise plays a huge part of um, full-time realtor, and the reason why why we're not big fans of discount brokers. Okay, so now your contract flexibility. Okay, the sales and commission structure is pretty well locked in with a discount uh, brokerage, and there's a ton of them out there. So they're looking for numbers. They're looking for you to come pay them a thousand bucks. If they can get ten people to pay them a thousand dollars, they throw it on the MLS. And uh, the traditional broker has more flexibility, especially if you're dealing directly with the broker owner. Uh, commissions, inspection fees, marketing expenses. Cleaning, repairs, rebates, home staging, and other services can be negotiated. Um, if you're going to a discount broker, they're not going to do this for you. They're going to put it on the MLS. They might take a phone call or a text after they get done with their other job. This saves you thousands here. This is the money you're spending uh, with that discount broker that you could be saving a ton. Um, also, a custom contract can be prepared to help you get the most out of your specific situation. But again, Inspection fees, marketing expenses, cleaning repairs. I can't tell you how many times I've had clients, they've had to come in and do an inspection on the house they just purchased. I can call certain companies and say, listen, my client uh, is buying this house. Uh, they've got a budget of uh, $450 for home inspections. We get it done, and it gets done right. Plus, we make sure it's uh, a solid inspection. You don't want that coming back on you. After the inspection, we make sure we go through that entire report and ask the seller for certain repairs. Again, these are things that are going to end up you up in court if it's not done correctly. These are the things that discount brokers, what they claim they might do, I don't see them moving for the $1,000 they made already. They've already moved on. If you can't even get them on the phone, it's a waste of time. Okay, second of all, or finally, the fourth thing is personalized service. Now, most discount agents are dealing with a larger quantity of clients at any given time. So they're looking for the low-hanging fruit, the person that is not um, educated in this field. And it, to them, it sounds great. And so obviously, that's not you listeners. A traditional uh, agent broker will be able to provide you with more personalized service and respond to your needs. That's the bottom line. This is a customer service industry that requires people to... Um, you know, to sit there and actually realize that we're working for you and that um, this is a, a big decision in life and everything has to be covered. The last thing you want is five years from now coming down the pike and, oh, got to sue you because something wasn't uh, disclaimed in, in the uh, disclosures or my roof caved in after I moved in and you didn't have my home warranty policy in effect, whatever the case is, or the, or which has happened out here, hey, we let the uh, buyer move in a couple days before close of escrow and the house burned down. Well, guess what? 
things are going to go south. These are things that you don't get from a discount broker. And you're starting to see a lot of discount brokers specifically because the market is hot. When the market's not that good, these discount brokers disappear. So anyways, it's a changing world. Um, you know, we want to make sure that everything is always taken care of. And, um, you know, we want to make sure that you always get the information you need. Again, I really appreciate the fact that you guys listen to the show. It's, uh, you know, we ramble on a little bit about just different things. And we try to stay out of politics and all that fun stuff. But we do make sure we take care of Arizona and all of Arizona. We've got a great great agents uh, working for us. We handle Prescott, Flagstaff, uh, everything north um, Arizona. We also handle all of Maricopa County, Santan. So we have agents all over the place, and we're getting ready to open our uh, actual brick-and-mortar store in Prescott. So you'll be able to come down there, and we'll be doing a lot of podcasts and videos from there. So listen, join us on our uh, TV show as well, The Lockbox. Uh, you can see it on Facebook. You can see it on azretv.com. And we have another show that just started called Homestead, where we uh, meet people in certain communities. They talk about their house and their lifestyle there and why you should buy a house in these areas. It's a great time. So listen, I hope all you guys and girls are being safe. Um, I think we're just getting ready to open this state up. It has to open up here pretty soon. But listen, the real estate market's hot. If you have any questions at all, reach out to the Grandin Group. That's G-R-A-N-D-O-N. Like us on Facebook. Uh, my sister Stacy and I and our team are more than happy to assist you. We can come out uh, while we'll practice our social distancing. Uh, we'll come out. We can give you a uh, full analysis of your house. And we're out showing houses. In fact, that's where we're heading to next. Give us a call. It's Jason Grandin with the Grandin Group. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of uh, Arizona Real Estate Showcase and the title of it, Rise of the Discount Broker. You guys stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. Be safe. Talk to you next week. Enjoy. Oh, hey, happy Easter. You guys be safe. Thanks.